welcome to the Inspiring Heights podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Kaiser, and I am delighted that you are here with us today. Our mission here at Inspiring Heights is to inspire you, our friends, to grow closer in your relationship with Jesus and to live inspired in your day-to-day life. We talk about all things faith, rhythmic living, and homemaking. Listen, we know you have a zillion podcasts that you could listen to, and we are honored that you chose to sit here with us today. With that, let's get right to it. Earlier this winter, I did a podcast on morning and evening routines, and I will link those episodes here in the show notes in case you didn't have the opportunity to listen or you need a little bit of a refresher. But in the evening episode, we talk about resetting our day in preparation for tomorrow, which I'm a huge fan of. In today's show, I want to zoom out just a little bit and talk about resetting our weeks. Now, in all of my wildest hopes and dreams, A weekly reset in the Kaiser household would take place on Sunday, before our work week starts. But here's the deal. Hubby and I try to be really disciplined in practicing the Sabbath. And while I think the Sabbath can happen on any day of the week, Sunday is the day that works the best for us to do it. Now, the Sabbath is a whole other topic that's probably like three episodes long. So I'm not going to go super deep in that here. But In short, it's a day of rest. So we don't have any hard and fast like thou shall not do dishes on Sunday kind of rules. But as time has gone and God has worked on my heart, what I've been able to honestly say is that I love when my week is reset and I don't really find the act of doing it super restful. It sort of just feels like another day and that's not what I want our Sabbath to look or feel like. So I tried to reset on Saturdays and always with such good intentions, but generally one of two things was happening. Either I didn't totally get to it because there was other things that rose to the top on the importance list, or I would do a reset, but then whatever we did on Sunday could like mess it up. Like if I decided to bake or cook on Sunday afternoon and made a mess of the kitchen, for example, (laughs) I was always really disappointed on Monday morning. So finally, I resolved that neither Saturday nor Sundays were working super well for my weekly reset, and then I really officially needed to move it to Mondays. And that meant a few things had to shift for me. So first, I had to let go of those hopes and dreams of the full reset being totally done when I woke up on Monday morning. The second thing is I had to drop my Monday morning to-do list from everything except resetting and quiet time, so no podcast work on Monday mornings. And third, I had to decide what I exactly meant by a reset so that I didn't waste my time spinning on Monday mornings trying to figure out what I was doing. And listen, I am all about getting up early, but heaven knows if I go to bed without a plan for what needs to happen at 520 tomorrow morning. When the hatch light is shining bright and my little flute alarm is going off, I will for sure hit off and not get out of bed. So let's get into the nitty gritty of a weekly reset. First things first, we have to know what the most important thing is to us before we can ever go about executing consistently and well. Here's a few things to think through. First, 
What is one thing I wish was done every week, but never seems to be? Second, what is one thing, if it were pre-done, could make every single day of the week easier? And third, what is one thing that could help us either get out the door with less stress in the morning, or if you're a stay-at-home person who generally doesn't have outings first thing in the morning, what is one thing that could make our mornings more peaceful? These questions aren't a magic bullet by any means, but answering them will certainly help to highlight the areas where we could use a little reset to get our weeks on track. I don't know if you're anything like me, but when it comes to things like this, I can get really excited and take the like go big or go home approach like nobody's business. The problem with that approach in resets like this is that generally I end up going home (laughs) because going big is overwhelming and generally it is not sustainable for very long. It's good to start out what we might ourselves consider to be a smaller reset and grow from there. By naming what's most important, we have already have our focus area set for us. And then from there, it's just good to take those bigger focus areas and break them down into tangible small tasks. For example, meal planning and preparing is like a huge dream of mine. But in total transparency, it is not something I've been able to get off the ground right now. I think I've told you that before. I really want it. It's just that this season, I haven't been able to do the lift. And every week, I think it would be so handy to have a meal plan and actually follow it. No deciding what I'm going to make for dinner each day because I've already done all the deciding and it is all prepped. I just poured and heated and oh, what a dream. But since I can't get there in this season, which stay tuned because I'm real hopeful that it will come in the future, I have started to make small steps by moving to food prep. So on Mondays, I wash and chop some vegetables, maybe cut up some salami for snacking, make a loaf of bread to eat with a meal throughout the week. Whatever I can do to make mealtime easier throughout the week, I try to do it on Monday. I took a big task of meal prepping and I made it smaller and more manageable. It is okay to have big goals that this season of life just doesn't allow for us to accomplish, but Generally buried in those big goals is a small but very tangible and mighty step that we can take to get us closer. I talk about this all the time, but I really like to write things down. Maybe you like to type them on your phone or print them off the computer and laminate them, whatever it is for you. I would super encourage you to make an actual task list from your most importance so that you can see it right in front of you. Then we have to do this ugly adult thing we call prioritizing. Our punch list may be very worthy, but if we only have 45 minutes for a reset and our list is three hours worth of tasks, well, we all know where that ends up. Abandon in like a week. (laughs) I feel like I can't say this enough. Don't be discouraged if your whole list can't get done. Maybe those are things that we can work into our weekly rhythms somewhere else. And maybe those tasks just aren't for this season. There is a great rush of adrenaline that happens when we accomplish the list set before us. And there can also be a great deal of stress when we don't. So let's position ourselves for success, even if it only feels like a small victory. 
Once we have our list, our next step is to block the time off. Maybe you love to reset on Sunday and that totally works for you. Perhaps your week needs a reboot on Tuesdays. We are all living different lives and with varying needs and schedules. So for things like this, we just have to figure out what works for our season and run with it. It's also important to think through what we might have to change, pivot, or give up in order to make that time for this rhythmic reset. Like I said before, I've had to really embrace that the only thing that happens on Monday mornings are resets and quiet time. This is a pivot for me because I really enjoy doing podcasts early in the morning when I'm fresh and I'm just ready to write and create, but this reset serves me so much longer than 45 minutes of podcast work on Monday mornings. One thing I've learned about any kind of reset, whether it be daily, weekly, seasonally, annually, it serves me best if I am able to look back and assess whether the results of the reset met my expectations and my needs. Sometimes in our grandiose planning, we can prioritize tasks that actually end up not serving us well at all. By reassessing every so often, we can pivot from the things that aren't helping us as much as we'd hoped they would and move to things that actually do. This is where our momentum to keep going comes from. If we aren't seeing fruit, our human nature makes us super tempted to just stop, like cease and desist altogether. So here's a couple good questions for checking in with ourselves about this specific reset. One, am I getting time to rest where I'm not worried about what needs done around the house in preparation for the week? If not, pause to really consider why. Maybe the reset needs to happen on a different day, or perhaps it needs to encompass different tasks. And then two, what was causing me stress that I hoped the tasks on my reset list would eliminate? And have they reduced or eliminated that stress? If not, how come? Honesty about how things are going and where we need to look at or do something a little bit differently can help us to continue to make choices and invest time into tasks that serve our people and ourselves well during our specific seasons of life. I hope you can spend some time this week considering what a weekly reset could look like in your life, or if you already have one, evaluating its purpose and place to ensure that it aligns with the needs of your season. Friends, thanks so much for being here today. Before I go, I want to take just a second to tell you what's been inspiring me this week. So God has just been really bringing prayer to the top of my mind in the past couple of weeks. It's been a part of multiple conversations that I've been having and just like prayer without ceasing, praying fervently, praising God, you know, begging God. (laughs) just communing with God, talking with God, and redirecting my thoughts, right? So in situations where I'm feeling stressed or frustrated, inviting God into those moments, um, confessing sin when I'm angry, when I'm thinking slanderous thoughts against, uh, you know, another human made in God's image, like just confessing that and repenting and, and asking for forgiveness and for kindness and gentleness in my ways. So the other night I had a group of women at my house and we were planning for an upcoming event. And before they left to go home, we just spent some time praying. And 
it was just this really sweet time of like really authentic prayer where uh, we were inviting God into this thing that we were planning, inviting God into our schedules and our time and confessing where um, maybe we hadn't been honoring him with those things. And I feel like I feel like sometimes when you're in a big group of people, uh, prayer can feel like it has to be showy, like you have to use big words, you have to uh, be really impressive, you have to know exactly what to say, you can't stumble or pause or think. Uh, and when we were praying together, my friends and I, when we were praying together the other day, I was like, man, this just is so great when you have a group of people together who are comfortable enough around one another to drop all of those things. And when we really just say, this is not about any of that. This is about really just having a conversation with God. And I've just been soaking that up um, and praising God for showing me those things and for giving me kind of the presence of mind to notice them and observe them uh, and just store them in my heart and delight in them. So I hope that you can take a second and consider what's been inspiring you this week. Friends, thank you so much for listening in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you're so inclined, we would love for you to leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps potential new listeners to get a feel for the show before they even hit play. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Inspiring Heights. If you haven't already, you can sign up for our newsletter, Inspiration from the Moment, by visiting our website, inspiringheights.org, and hovering over the contact us link. If you have friends that aren't yet subscribers, please share the podcast with them if you think it's something that would be helpful and inspiring to them. Okay, friends, until next time, take a deep breath and be inspired where your feet are. Bye for now.